like that. Don't like that. I like that. Hello and welcome to the After Dark edition of the SSFL podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Lensing. Here with me as always, Eric Searle. How you doing? Good, Brendan. How are you? Oh, excellent. And Tony, Anthony Speranzer. How you doing? Doing wonderful. And last but not, definitely not least, Kevin. How you doing? Just happy to be here. So this is a little uh, different than our normal time. Thanksgiving festivities has got everyone uh, busy on Saturday, so uh, I didn't really prepare anything. Did anyone else? <laughs> I think we should explain that the After Dark Edition is usually only for our Patreon subscribers, but this time we're putting it <laughs> oh, into the main feed. OnlyFans.com SSFL. The uh, $100 tier, you get uh, Kevin sends you some nudies. I don't do that. Okay. $200 big, uh, tier. Let's start out. Big shout out to Kenny. Kenny Welsh for changing his team name. <laughs> mm. Do you have anything else to say about it? Like, you have a comment? or? Um, no, I, I appreciate Kenny's participation in the league. Yeah, it's nice that people listen. Good. I, I needed to ask you because his uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire whatever that guy's name is, his nickname now is Tony's 2020 league winner. Did you pick him last year? Was that something that happened? Yes. Yes, I actually was very high on Mr. Edwards Elaire last year, and I thought I got an outrageous value. I think I was 10th, and I thought it was going to be a league winner, and he happened to be the exception to the rule that rookie running backs always return value. So hmm. what are you going to do? But you doubled down this year and you went rookie running back again. Yeah, process over results. I mean, so far it's worked out. I, I recall uh, the very first year we played fantasy, there was a rookie running back in the first round, which everyone was super hyped on, which was Ryan Matthews, and he did not return value for anybody. So, I, I, interesting. That's that is true. Name. That I'm is just wondering, do rookie running backs return value in the first round? I'm curious how often that has happened. It's it. I mean, I, I read someone broke it down one time for me, and it's like it's very strongly in favor that sorry, it's drafted in the NFL first round is what right now mm. fantasy first round. Um, so if they're drafted in the first round of NFL drafts for fantasy, they almost always return value mm. where they're drafted, just because they they're like. Teams draft running backs in the first round. It almost guarantees volume. Should we go through last week? Did anything exciting happen? I think we need to we need to check in on Kevin. See how he's doing. Not very well, guys. Really not very well. <laughs> oh, oh no. I don't really know what I have to contribute this week. Um, it's not going well. I'm trying to figure it out. It's an internal <laughs> process, though. Yeah, um, you're two and two. Yeah, I know. I just not a good two and two. Um, shout out to Urban Meyer too for looking like an absolute buffoon already. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ridiculous. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about college football. I hardly know anything about the NFL. Clearly, so like I don't really know how this guy has been as successful as he has been. It's just it's mind blowing. It's like four weeks into his tenure, and it's the most press Jacksonville's ever got. Maybe so. Maybe that's a positive. I don't know. Well, the thing about college football, when you're playing for like a gigantic program and you can just poach all of the best players and your team has 10 times the talent as everyone else, turns out that coaching doesn't matter that much. Wasn't that a, um, a Mahomes like interview from like the first year he was in the NFL? They were asking him like, what do you think about the NFL? How's it going? He's like, yeah, it's weird not scoring on every drive. <laughs> exactly. <It's> like, wow, <laughs> what a life. Well, there are games in college that are like people score 80 points yeah. in the homecoming yeah. game because they're playing Appalachian State and it's just like a, <laughs> you know. What's the team name about, Kevin? ABA? Yeah. The yeah, American just... Basketball Association? No, it's okay. We can talk about it next week. <laughs> what is it, Kev? No, it's okay. We can talk about it next week. Well, that's so cryptic. Yep. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty not talkative for speaking a podcast. Of, speaking of, did you hear that they caught the Zodiac Killer? Possibly. They've said that like three times. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Speaking of? Speaking of what? Cryptic. Cryptic. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Have you guys seen that tweet about like 
how different positions in the NFL, like how they tweak. It's like quarterback says like, I love my teammates and, and thank God for every moment. And then running backs like keep grinding. And then uh, wide receivers are like the enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife. That's mm. what, uh, that's what I think Kevin's doing right now. He's very, <laughs> being very cryptic. <laughs> what does it mean? mean? Tune in next week. That's a hook. Tease. That's a tease yeah. in the biz. Keep coming back. Professional <laughs> podcasting right there. I feel like we have a lot of O4s and 4Os coming out of uh, week four. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know at least one 4 and 0 team. Yeah, I know. Harsh? Harsh's, yeah, exactly. uh, Harsh's team is like dominant. Almost as dominant as my team. Uh, well, I, mean, I, like got, that. I got more points for than he does, so objectively. And also 100 points against less than he has, so, you know. I mean, that doesn't really matter when you have the most points for by like a fairly, fairly significant margin. It shows the consistency of Harsh's team. You know, <laughs> no, no one wants to admit my team's good. It's okay. It just motivates us. You, you do it enough bulletin, for everybody. I don't think bulletin board uh, material. Sorry, Kev. What's that? Mm. I said you do it enough for everybody. I'm not sure anyone else needs to help you out with that. So fair enough. But it is good. It's a good team, and I wish I wish I was doing as good as you were doing. Wow, Kevin, <laughs> is that another cryptic message? Because I don't believe you just said that. This is the thing where, like, he—I think there's like someone in the room with him where he's like being held hostage and trying to say things that's gonna like set us off. It's like this isn't normal, Kevin. I love yes, fantasy Jake. football. I have drafted a great team. <laughs> he's also drank like a liter of water since he sat down, so I feel like uh, a little nervous, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then James, okay. James yeah. putting up 111 points this week loses to Herbert the Pervert. Uh, mm-hmm. Like five other teams with more or with less points than him. Yeah. Does James just like run really bad here, or is his team dog shit? Um, no, his team's bad. It's bad. And, not as bad as Owen Four. I mean, uh, like for like Kevin has not to pick on you, Kevin, but you actually have the least points for in the league. Oh yeah, I'm sure I do. Yeah, in your two and two, and James has, I mean, thirty more points for you than you, and he's Owen Four. So yeah, he's gotten a. A little bit unlucky he might have the most points against actually yeah he does but also like to be fair with 111 he scored last week um he still didn't finish in the top half of the league so like he didn't technically deserve a win right yeah it was a big actually it was there were some big scores last week very big scores yeah looking like week two and three he kind of you know he only put up 80 90 points that's like i feel like at this point if you win with 80 90 points in this league you've you've stolen a win at basically yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, it's like um, with the half PPR. I think you should be, you should be breaking triple digits. That would be like a an, a good week. I feel like so. Yeah, you're right. If you if you win with less than that, then you're stealing one, which can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why that's why we what, play the games, right? What do you think is um, what do you think is the the like what's going on with James's team? Like I'm looking at it right now, and like he's got players that I would want on my team. I'm just just interesting uh i mean i think he's got players but i don't think he's had anybody that's had a monster game yet and you kind of need those monster weeks like he's had a lot of players that are consistently scoring 10 points and that's Mm -hmm. a good way to score 90 but it's not a good way to have that like you need the one to score you 25 or 30 to really push you over the top i feel like he's struggling the same way a lot of us are struggling with like just tight ends suck is it just me or like our tight end scores like really low this year? Other than like, no, they're not even. Huh. It's always like that though, in, in fourteen teams, I think. But I mean, that's the interesting thing about James's team is that he ended up on T.J. Hawkinson, who got off to a hot start in the last two weeks. Has been very disappointing. But I'm I'm curious if like teams are doing more of this like two tight end down kind of nonsense and they're like splitting their points or like it feels like in the past even just like you know the tight end that usually plays most of the downs for a medium team is going to just like accumulate some points yeah i mean my perspective uh it seems like in the last five years every position has gotten like that like it 
I feel like, you know, the running back by committee has always existed, but I come back now and it seems like there are three running backs in the NFL that aren't in the committee. And it used to be like, there were 10. Yeah. And same thing, you know, with receivers, like, I don't know, maybe there were always the curtain jerkers getting touchdowns, but it seems like every team has a Van Jefferson now <laughs> and has, you know. <laughs> He's like the, uh, the, the uh, archetype for that, like third wide receiver who, when you're watching, like, especially on the Rams, I feel like it's hard to tell the receivers apart other than, obviously, because he's white, but, like, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, and Deshaun Jackson, they're all, like, all their numbers are, like, 112 and, like, something else. And mm. and then, so, like, one catches a touchdown, and you're like, who is that? Oh, what? Van Jefferson? What? Mm-hmm. I find it especially confusing this year with the single-digit wide receiver numbers. I feel like they're thrown to a quarterback all the time. <laughs> How do you feel about that number change? I personally, I love it. I don't know. There's something uh, like very um, pure about just seeing a bunch of single digits out there running the routes. Uh, I've always found that weird. Do they still do that? They used to do that in soccer. Like, do they still do it? Yeah. Or is that is that something that's also changed? I don't think it was ever like a like a rule like an official rule in soccer. I, I could be wrong though, but like in the NFL, it used to be like a rule where certain positions could only wear certain numbers. It may have been I mean, more of just like a still, convention in soccer. It is still a rule in the NFL. Like you can't wear lineman numbers. If you get end yeah. up in a position, you just, there's less less restriction on it now yeah. than there was before. I think it's only, I think it really is only the linemen um, that have restrictions now, which makes sense because all the other positions don't really matter you just need to know who mm-hmm. is ineligible essentially yeah it almost makes it easier like it is frustrating when there's like you know three receivers that are all 80 something and one of them <laughs> catches the ball and it's like do i care about this <laughs> i also kind of like um i there's something about seeing linebackers with like the number four out there i just like <laughs> it just like it cracks me up like these guys are like massive humans and they got this like little number on there i don't know it's just fun i feel like the single digit number is slimming too like i (laughs) see i see leonard fournette out there running the ball and he looks like a quarterback whereas when he was wearing like 27 he looked enormous (laughs) he is looking slim he's looking slim on on that sunday night game i was like what up (laughs) you don't need him okay other 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 own four team is um is Kyle. What do we think about him? <laughs> Speaking of wishing he had players, um, yeah. you know, it's great if you manage to pick the RB1 that stays alive, but if the rest of your team explodes every one and a half weeks, it's uh, tough to string together any sort of wins. Yeah. Almost like a cruel joke against Kyle, actually, yeah. that his whole team has hit the bed. And we, all, we already did talk about that I got incredibly lucky because both his wide receivers got hurt. Like, that's why I have a win. Right. That's it. What did you say this morning, Tony? Uh, that I I, I, uh, I said it was oh. like I, I prefaced it by saying I'm not flaming you, Kyle, but the bids on those wide receivers couldn't have felt good. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it didn't. But he he had to like go all in on like Sammy Watkins and Quintez Cephas, which is like, I don't know. Personally, I actually thought they were kind of the only two wide receivers that I was kind of like perusing on the waiver wire. So good for him. Mm-hmm. He got both, but like he spent up to get them, and he had to. It's just just funny. Twenty well, bucks didn't, for we didn't. He didn't have to. That was proven by the fact there were no other bids. Well, yeah, yeah in hindsight, but I mean, like, too. that's the worst fallacy. I hate that yeah. so much. Yeah, in his position, what I mean is, in his position, he had to because he missed out on that. It was gonna be, mm-hmm. oh man, I don't know who he was gonna start. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I mean, like, he's got good running backs. Like, Derrick Henry obviously is great. DeAndre Swift has been actually like mm-hmm. incredibly productive. Really good. Um, other than like last week, but. I mean, that happens. And then Melvin Gordon has been, I feel like, a pretty good value. Like, that's a good group of running backs, but, like, yikes on his receivers. All right, I want to move into a little um, top five. I'm going to go top five biggest value picks during the draft this year. I want you to guess the theme here. 
Number five, Lamar Jackson. ADP 46. Picked in our league, 70th. Matthew mm. Stafford. ADP 236. Picked 174th. Eighth highest scorer this year so far. Josh Allen. ADP 79. Picked 87. Jalen Hurts. ADP 106. Picked 141. Kyler Murray, ADP 38, picked 67, second highest scorer so far this year. You see a theme here? Something about quarterbacks. Our league grossly undervalues quarterbacks Mm -hmm. in the draft. Except for for Matt Stafford, based on the numbers you gave us. No, he got picked 60 spots later. Oh, maybe he's... Oh, I thought he's had that Yeah. Oh, so these are all quarterbacks. Uh, They weren't meant to be quarterbacks, but they're all players... Who's uh, who were picked at least twenty picks later than their ADP hmm. in our league, and they just all happen to be quarterbacks. Yeah, and they all are in the top fifteen scores through four weeks. Hmm. And the thing is, I think that the sleeper ADP doesn't have our custom scoring rules, which actually score more points for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. So other than. Um, Myself picking Mahomes and Brady was second off the board? Question mark. Um, like every no. other quarterback. Like I think Wasn't... you know, I feel like we went into the draft with this narrative narrative of um, like there just being like a couple of good quarterbacks and then the like you know just pick one and it'll be fine. When actually there was a lot of quarterbacks that have put up great numbers and I think have been sneakily leading people maybe to four O's that they might not deserve as other four O teams. But isn't the logic uh, so sorry, think, but isn't the logic behind that whole thing not the fact that they're not good, but for the very fact that we just know our league is doing that? Yeah, there's that. And then there's also that it's not just that they're we know that they score lots of points, but it's value over replacement. Yeah. So like it doesn't matter that they score more points in our league. What matters is how much they score versus a quarterback you could get in the twelfth round, or whatever. Yeah, but the point and is I think, that these are all players that are scoring like a lot of points. These aren't just players that are like randomly picked. Like, so right. This so I would started... argue that you could also look at that same list, and if you had skipped all of those people and you had taken Kirk Cousins, you would be very well off right now. Mm-hmm. Or you had taken Daniel Jones, or you had taken Derek Carr, you'd be laughing. Mm-hmm. So, I think that actually speaks more towards like uh two things one that uh, it's actually that i actually found it interesting in the sense that our league as eric has mentioned a couple of times used to be like there used to be a handful of quarterbacks that would go way too early mm-hmm. and that's changed and also i think that just proves the value that there's there's just lots of quarterbacks that you can take later on in the draft that that can return better than their value just the nature of the position but I do yeah. think that I do think that um, I, I used to be like a like a firm like late round quarterback person because I was like ah oh, you can just find quarterbacks anywhere but having Kyler Murray on my team makes me realize that there actually is so much value in having um, like a like a top tier quarterback mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's all I got for the top five I just thought it was interesting how you know looking at the, comparing our draft to the ADP. Everything is like pretty much in line except for quarterbacks. Like, it, yeah. every, obviously, everything gets bumped up because quarterbacks are not getting taken in those spots. But looking just even at the like top fifteen or twenty scorers uh, so far over the year, like there's a lot of quarterbacks in there. I, I guess the question would be, if you took these quarterbacks at their ADP, would they be as valuable? Well, I mean, I think that. Just like going off my memory, like you're picking like replacement level running backs over them at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not yeah, picking. We take like some of those guys players. right now, though. Like that, that's the <laughs> yeah, thing about. Like, I mean, it's kind of like macabre humor, but it's kind of true. You took you, you took Aaron Rodgers fairly early, right? Yes. So um, I'd, I'd be. He is the 33rd highest scoring player across four weeks. He went 62nd in our draft. Yeah. Player, yeah. not just quarterback. Yeah. Player. Yeah. So hypothetically, you want to talk about running backs that were picked. Like you want to talk about replacement running backs, right? After that, I mean, 
it's gonna it sounds gross though so i don't even know if like james connor um that's gross trey sermon gross aj dylan gross Kenyon drake gross michael carter maybe you would want to start him now but so do i even blame kevin for taking Aaron Rodgers there i don't actually feel like it was that bad of a pick so i don't know but you could have taken kyler murray so take what i can get i'll take what i can get you have any uh you got any birds of a feather for us this week, Kevin? I know it was short notice. I don't. I'm just sad, guys. It's not going well. Um, we got to figure it out. No, I, I can't. I'm going to talk to you next week. Should we should we pivot into like a little Kevin Corderell Patterson support group? Here? No, it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm down. We just met. Um, I reached out to Michael Tiano. He didn't get back to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. You can lose to the stars, what? but Corderell Patterson, come on. Sorry, why did you Are reach you out to Michael Tiano? <laughs> he was also playing uh, Corderell Patterson, oh. so. <laughs> when it, oh, so you, you guys want you some... to him twice in the same week? Yeah, support group. Is that what happened? Oh my goodness. Oh, you I want to know some, some very fun, um, some fun facts about Cordero Patterson. He yes. is currently Could the- Could you say R- his name anymore like an old white man, please? <laughs> Cordero. <laughs> Oh, gosh now, darn it. a guy. CPAT, we'll call him, or Scordero Patterson. <laughs> uh, he is currently the RB2 by scoring, as well as the wide receiver three by scoring. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know what I think is unfair is that I can't play him at two positions. I should just get double <laughs> points. Just double points? Yeah. Must be nice. That actually is, that, to be fair, though, that would be an interesting, not that I should ever think we should do that, but hypothetically for thought exercise. Because like it is a big risk reward, because if he duds, then you're going to dud it too. Mm-hmm. You're basically you doubling. Uh, so like on DFS, if you play single game DFS, like if you play the Thursday night game, yeah. you have to choose a, a team captain and you get yeah. double points for that one player. So like, right. it's, uh, you really got to call your shot. I think it's fun. You can build lineups around like one player and really see yeah. how it goes. You can, what if you could, can you put Cordero Patterson in both wide receiver and running back and then assign him your team captain so you actually get quadruple points? <laughs> <laughs> so alternatively, they're uh, in like the 80s, apparently people playing hockey pools. Gretzky was such an obvious first round, first overall pick. And like you could pretty much win your league every year because he would score 50 more points than anybody else. But they actually split Gretzky in half, and you could draft either Gretzky goals or Gretzky assists as different players. And you know, maybe you have to do that with Cordero. Is he, he too many points? Is he as good at football as Wayne Gretzky is at hockey? Discuss. It's a good question. You really got to think about it. I really don't feel like we're that desperate for topics here, boys. <laughs> the like, look on Kevin's face is just pain. It's just well, I mean, pure I've, pain. I've, I've had, I've done nothing today other than be sad (laughs) and i get this i get it that's what i get for coming on i take back what i said about your team anthony it's not good (laughs) terrible tell us something that makes you happy about football kevin uh sometimes i get to watch it with my friends oh okay um that's nice should we should we um dip our toes into the the vast ocean of two and two teams in the SSFL because it's there's a lot. There are a lot. Is there anyone that stands out? I'll maybe just go by like let's look at some like points for and against for outliers here. I think Brandon's team stands out. Like they're pretty he's pretty clearly the best two and two team, I think. You think? Yeah. A clear like a hundred points above Kevin. Yeah, and Mark at the bottom of the two and actually, I take it back. It's not clear. I think Brandon, Dion, and Kenny all have pretty good teams. But yeah, uh, I mean, you know how I feel about Kenny's team. Hey, but like, I mean, didn't we say it was like you know kind of boomer bust, and it feels like it just hasn't busted? Kenny's team? Yeah, no, it's not COVID. He started. He started the first two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's the nature of his team. Absolutely. I mean, like. Barkley obviously is looking maybe better than I expected him to, to be honest, because that that whole team is actually 
the Giants team is actually more improved than I expected. Three, so. eight, 18, 27. That's a good reflection of his the rest of his team, I guess. Too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just think he's hit. He's had some two back-to-back monsters weeks, and I think that that's kind of like, yeah, that's just how it's gonna roll. When we talk about Jay's team, he's not Jay's here to team. defend himself. He said he was gonna be here, so I feel yeah. like you've got a free reign here. So is he gonna be stubborn and just play Kyle Pitts the rest of the way because he has to? Is that just the way it's it's gonna go? Not in uh, not in week six, I predict. Is that a five? <laughs> He's going to have to pick up a tight end for that week, so... <laughs> Are they both on bye? Um, <laughs> That's so no funny. way. He oh already picked God. up a tight end, actually. It looks like he got Hunter, Hunter Henry off the waiver wire. Is so. he rostering three tight ends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is absurd, Justin. He's getting out of hand. <laughs> Looking at that makes me feel better about my team, so thank you for that. <laughs> I admire actually, the dedication. But he he won't be starting two tight ends this week though. Like he'll have to start Latavius Murray. Just won't, won't he? Like Latavius Murray is a clear number one on that team now. Tyson Williams is not even starting. Well, whichever tight end yeah, he does he... end up starting is going to be the wrong choice, and I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, he's got. Uh, he's actually like when I was going up against him last week. I was actually concerned because I thought his team, like, he's got some scary players like Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. and DeAndre Hopkins. He might sit Cook here. No. Is he still, is he still playing? Or is his ankle better? It's He's hobbled. He played last week, didn't he? Yeah. Like, bare, not he didn't well. play, like, a full snap count. No. Mm. He re-aggravated his injury, too, I believe, so. It's tough. It's tough. Nine attempts for like a you know supposed to be RB one. That's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, no, it's fine. Great. How many attempts do you think Cordero had last weekend? <laughs> and why is this still on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Unbelievable. What about Mike's team? What do you think about Mike O'Toole's team? Who I don't. I only see Marco Tool. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, I think it sucks because uh, I need a win really bad. <laughs> uh, I think he needs to do something about Brandon Ayuk. I'm not convinced Brandon Ayuk is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be playing Brandon Ayuk if I were. I, I think he's great. I think he's going to do just fine. I think he will definitely at least look at the ball and should start him. <laughs> what do we think the odds are that... Uh, Mike Thomas comes off IR in week eight, and all of a sudden, Mike O'Toole has a juggernaut of a team. That's a serious I mean, question. I'm not being funny. And okay. I want to know. Okay. Well, hypothetically, let's say he's off IR right now. Is his team a juggernaut? I'd say no. Well, I don't know. If, if Mike Thomas is a top 10 wide receiver, as we've seen in the past, it's a pretty good team. I don't think he's yeah. getting. You know, I don't think. Michael Thomas is getting anywhere near 150 yards because he's got Jameis Winston throwing him the football. Yeah, he'd have to throw 150 exactly. yards for Michael Thomas to get yards. So, yeah, sure. I, I actually just don't think Michael Thomas is is like nearly as good as he was whenever he like broke the record a couple of years ago. I think he's a little bit cooked, to be honest. He went on a pretty good victory tour that year. He really, really pumped his own tires yeah. and jerked jerked himself off in the media. And it was obviously tiring, and he couldn't do it anymore. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see when he comes. But yeah, I mean, like, Kevin's right. That offense isn't the same. Like, him and Drew Brees had, like, one of those mind melds between quarterback and wide receiver where, like, Michael Thomas – I mean, Brees could only throw it 10 yards, so Michael Thomas would only run it, like, 10-yard routes, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Jameis is quite that efficient. Is Randall Cobb back? Because he's also another wide receiver. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. I would put the over under of Randall Cobb touchdowns rest of season at like two and a half, I, and I, I would take the under. Over. Oh, oh really? I would take that over easy. Rogers uh, brought him there for a reason. 
Yeah, so is Rodgers now in line for executive of the year? Because, whew, that's a hell of a signing. <laughs> no, but the other thing about that is he's got enough of an ego that he's going to go out of his way to make a point that Randall Cobb is there for mm. a reason. He's just that petty, and that's why he's my fifth-round pick. <laughs> he is He is very motivated this year, like yeah. more so than normal. What do we have to do to motivate him to get a haircut so he doesn't look like shit on the field? <laughs> he does Sunday? look like a bum. He's like a total bum. Yeah, it's that's not a good look. That's like big divorce dad energy. <laughs> you know, Olivia Munn's having a kid with a, a Bears fan. He's just in, in dire straits. No, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Just working on myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we look at the, the matchups for this week? I'd like to start by um, kind of just highlighting our pick'em scores for uh, the first couple weeks. Oh, please do. Uh, Kevin, a solid ten and fourteen. Oh. Uh, Eric, ten of fourteen, maybe ten of fourteen. Okay, ten of fourteen. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, Eric, uh, not so great, eight of fourteen, and myself with a dominant, dominant 13 of 14. Was your only um, loss you, you're picking yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, I'm picking myself every week, so I'll take those <laughs> L's when I have to. That's pretty good. Pretty and, well done, uh, man. Tony coming in late, but with a respectable 6 of 7, we'll see if he can uh, keep it up this week. I mean, based on percentages, I'm doing quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like the, oh, he's on track for six touchdowns, and it's only been the first quarter. Numbers don't lie. That's that's how math works, certainly. Mm-hmm. As always, we're starting with my matchups, because I do this, and that's the order Sleeper shows them in. Uh, Mark, playing Mark this week, and feeling good about it. I, I would, too. Um, I mean, I yeah, I think you got to be, gotta be a, a, a pretty sizable favorite here. You can't feel good about Mike Davis, though. Uh, there's a lot of parts of my, you know, running backs, and there's a lot of parts of my team I don't feel great about. Do you about, think actually. he just looks longingly on the sidelines at what he wishes he could be, and that is Cordero Patterson? <laughs> um, you know, I think he looks longingly at a lot of running backs and wishes he could be. I'm taking but... Mike because you guys are being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a little worried uh, about Mahomes uh, at Buffalo, but you know what? No, I wouldn't. I, I actually no. don't think that defense is, is, I think it's average, but it's Mahomes. I wouldn't worry. That game, really? you think game could be like, that game could be like 40 to 38. Two shoutouts. That's you really think the Bills defense is average? Bills defense. Yeah. Think they're average. What, they beat you know up how on... Hard, you know how hard it is to shut out an NFL team? Dude, Any I'm NFL pretty team. sure I'm pretty sure the Siakam JV team could shut Davis Mills. I'm not impressed. All right, well they shut out two teams in four weeks. I find that really impressive. I think they're a really good defense. That's yeah. that's impressive. I mean, they shut out two of the worst offenses in NFL history, but that's I mean that's good. Still not an NFL, NFL history. There are a lot of teams from the 1930s that would really like to differ <laughs> on that. <laughs> What about have like? Guys, have you guys seen that like uh, old black and white clip from the 1930s? And it's just like this is the worst football play in NFL history. And the quarterback just kind of like snaps it and just like throws like a two hand like overhead like over the middle. It just gets like swatted down, and then he gets like clubbed in the head afterwards. Like clear <laughs> roughing the passer. Like it's just a mess. He's wearing some like piece of shit leather helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Those those offenses are not good. That's true. All right, Eric, which way are you going? Uh, I'm going to go with you. Tony? Yeah, I'll pick you. I will say the only way I would be scared for you is that Terry McLaurin is a absolute superstar, and uh, that could uh, maybe be a different. That's all. I just want to stake my claim on Terry McLaurin now. That's all. It's a strong a I'm taking Mike is because he... Josh Allen's going to have an absolutely massive week in Kansas City. Now that now that oh, could be because Kansas City is terrible. 
interesting narrative though the quarterbacks playing each other that's always fun it is yeah. fantasy yeah that's true that is true zeke always makes me nervous playing those like superstar running backs and like the way he runs the ball is just like like it's so good it's it always makes me nervous playing the like clear cut champion yeah i mean zeke definitely has like two to three touchdown upside in any given week which yeah can be could be scary i don't i don't think this is a very uh, big mckissick week because they usually play him when they're behind and they're playing new orleans i just don't really think there's going to be that much scoring yeah so it's josh allen for like 50 points okay moving on we got eric uh, going up against the 4-0 juggernaut harsh um eric how are you going to win this week? Uh, points early and often. Because, <laughs> you know, they say the one who scores first more likely to win the game. I got uh, my DK Russell stack on Thursday night, and then I got Cordero on the Sunday morning London game. So before Harsh even hits the field, I'll have 100 points on him. They're playing a London game this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. They don't have COVID in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're letting an American plane full of people that have, some of which have like <laughs> vocally denied vaccines into their country. Good point. Anyway, we're not talking about that here. Um, That's for the After After Dark podcast. Yeah, that, I didn't realize you have a, that Thursday night's going to be very telling for you. It's always. Oh yeah, like I actually hate it when I have all my players play before the other person's players because yeah, it's totally. so much less fun watching the other person catch up over Sunday yeah. afternoon oh, than it is the other way around. I got violated by Kevin on Monday night watching Aaron <laughs> Rodgers just pass anywhere he wanted to. It was the worst. Yeah, would not recommend. I do hate the Thursday nighter though because it always feels like it's like tone setting first of all, but it also feels like it either goes really well or really poorly. And yeah, I can see this. It kind of ruins. It kind of ruins Friday and Saturday for me. Like if I have like a bad Thursday night performance, I'm just like, it just kind of sucks. It really sucks. Yeah, first week or the year that Peyton Manning returned from injury is first week with the Broncos. I played Justin in week one and he had Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning put up 50 points on Thursday night. And it just like, okay, this season's gonna be fun. <laughs> Every time you open the app to do a little like tinker stinker or anything, you just have to look at that big five <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's rough. Potential uh, um, Sunday night sweats there. Uh, Travis Kelsey versus kicker Tyler Bass. Okay. <laughs> What is, what is the comfortable, like, let's say all other things even, like you're dead even except for those two players, what is the cushion that you need to be comfortable with a kicker going up against Kelsey? Uh, I think zero, to be honest, but uh, I, think like, I think even, I would be comfortable. Yeah. yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think you said it. Even. Yeah, I think if you're even, you're, you're feeling good. I think if you're down maybe like four or five to six mm -hmm. you're might you're getting a little bit you're clenching a little bit yeah i think if you're down that then you are counting on 20 points from kelsey to win that matchup which he does a lot but uh you know because the kicker like if you want to really ensure the matchup because kickers can score 12 13 points mm -hmm. time to time so keep in mind that in our league though it's just three points for a field goal like there's no bonuses for 40 or 50 yards Sure. Kickers have still been putting up like decent points, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, of course, any given week they can, but it's completely arbitrary and unpredictable and a complete waste <laughs> of time. So, um, all right, I'm gonna go Eric. Um, I think uh, this is just his week. Harsh is gonna think, Harsh is bound so, to have a down week. Just before you do that, because I know that uh, your pick your pick'em score is important to you. I just want to make sure you're aware that CMC isn't in his lineup currently and is going to get moved there as soon as he practices. So it's hard. His lineup, like it looks even right now, and then soon he's going to remove Royce Freeman and add Christian McCaffrey. The Jazz mm. just got super loud. And oh, <laughs> I mean, talking about CMC got everyone excited. Yeah. Do you you really think he he like plays like in full? Even if he is active, oh, you know he's full of all those like, I mean, sweet, sweet drugs that got AP on to bring. Is that back. like worth it though? Like, 
for like the team. I mean, like, can't you just give the guy a break? Like hamstring injuries, you don't, you can't just rush that back. It's not like a pain. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that they're smart about it. I just, you know, I feel like 80% or even 60% of Christian McCaffrey is like about 300% of Royce Freeman. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna anyway. stick with my answer, but I feel worse about it now. I think that there's a chance that CMC goes back in and plays like three downs and mm-hmm. isn't feeling it. And um, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, especially not harsh. But I just think there's a chance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My head says harsh. My heart says me. I'm going me because that's got me to eight and six in the pick'em so far this league this year. And. Uh... Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, I am going to choose Harsh. Um, I think that DJ Moore is very good. He's a lot better than I thought he was. I think Justin Jefferson seems to be playing really well. He's playing Detroit. And then he has the Herbert Williams stack. And we'll see if Williams can keep it going. But I'm going to go with Harsh. Yeah, it's a scary wide receiver car. Remember before the season when Harsh uh, posted in the group that he was shopping DJ Moore and none of us even sniffed at it? Big mistake. Jokes on us, for sure. Yep. Tony, which way you going? I'm going to take Eric. He's got uh, the greatest player in fantasy football, Cordero <laughs> Patterson. And uh, I kind of like that Russell Metcalf stack. I feel like you might get off to a really hot start on Thursday. So I know that you're only taking me to hurt Kevin, but I still appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I'm also like, I want Harsh to lose because he's the other 4-0 team. So. Wow. Effie, how are you going to feel? If I pick if I pick off Harsh this week, and then I pick you off next week, and now I'm sitting five and one with the tiebreaker on both the four, both the uh, other five and one teams. Yeah. I mean, that's why fantasy football is the greatest hobby. Be careful what you wish for. Notably, yeah. both four O's. You don't are want in me to. Division. You don't want me to be too hot going into our week six matchup. That's so. true. That's true. Do you have any buys during that matchup? No, that's well, that's we're getting way too far ahead of myself. I have let's, one fairly important one, but we can save it for next week. Let's let's skip ahead then. Let's go to Tony Dion. This sleepers got this at a clean seventy-one percent favor. I know I'm Tony. so nervous. Ooh. I don't Ooh. like that at all. Are you gonna get a trap game here? Um, I mean, I, I so what I like is that Joe Mixon is hobbled, and Samaj P Ryan is not good. That's good for me. Also. I'm not so sure what's going on with Miles Sanders. Can our Eagles fan, Eric, maybe? Uh, I actually haven't watched a single Eagles game this year, uh, mostly to avoid the pain and because I've had fantasy to deal with this year. Uh, But yeah, I don't think Miles Sanders is really like relevant anymore. They don't run the ball except with Jalen Hurts. So it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's Um, weird. I I feel also it's one of those like. It's gotten so much in the media this week, in the Philly media, that I wouldn't be surprised if they came out this week and they're like, we're going to run it 40 times, just as like an FU to the fans. Because Nick Sirianni knows he's only last one year anyway. You might as well just have fun with it. Why does he keep his pens in his visor? I don't know. Why does Mike Shanahan wear a hat that makes him look like Travis Pastrana? (laughs) Or Kyle Shanahan? Fair enough. Um, I feel lucky that I avoided Tyreek Hill's gigantic uh, week. And uh, I mean, obviously it can happen again, but, you know, I don't know, statistics and whatnot, probably not going to happen again. So that's mm-hmm. good. That, that is that Buffalo game. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, Kelsey, it's a Kelsey week. They just needed to get Tyreek his so he'd stop crying in the locker room. And now it can go back to being a Kelsey week. I like week. that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a board for that narrative. I think it pains me, but I'm going to go Tony here. I think, uh, I don't know, nothing about Dion's team really jumps out to me other than Tyreek is exciting. Yeah, it's... Is, uh, is Tulio playing this week? Julio? No, he changed his number. It's Tulio now. <laughs> He's still out, apparently. Uh, uh, out of practice for hamstring. Okay. It doesn't mean anything for him. Like, I mean, I don't know. He always is missing practices. What's the backup if Julio's not playing? It would be... Uh, as of last week... Oh, I see, on his team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe he could put Renfro in the wide receiver spot and then play, like, a Tony Pollard or a Zach Moss. That would feel great, though. 
like my chances actually. I'm feeling even better. <laughs> I assume you're taking yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm taking myself. Hasn't failed me yet. <laughs> Anthony, are you ever at less than a 98% confidence in fantasy football though? No, never. I mean, you gotta, you just have to feel it. That's all it is. Kevin, I'm taking Anthony. I hate to no, do I'm this to you. Uh, he's got a good team. I'm happy for him. He's a good friend of mine. Um, I just wish he, you know, act a little more friendly sometimes. So you know, it feels a little reciprocated, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, no, I'm not. And, I'm not. Sorry. Go ahead. And uh, I'm still taking you, despite interrupting. And the only way that Dion's team has a remote chance is if Dak and Hill both go ballistic, and then I still don't even think that's going to happen. So, Anthony. Fair enough. I'll say I've kind of had a, enough of Kevin's like uh, um, high road um, because you know that if Kevin was four and it would be it it would be just as bad. So what's the point of going four and if you can't enjoy it? You know, maybe five and There's a lot about you. That's how you get the enjoyment out of it, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so actually though, um, the. The like last like several years, I've gotten to, like very mediocre starts, and so the, for the rest of the way, I've just been like grinding for playoff spots. So like, this is like a very new sensation for me, and I'm just I'm really cruising right now. It feels fantastic. Not gonna lie. The market. <laughs> yeah, peaking peaking early. I'm taking Tony here. Going chalk. All right. Uh, moving on, we got James and Brandon. James trying to crawl out of that 0-4 hole against a pretty solid, but maybe unlucky 2-2 two two Brandon. I think there's a big question here of who Jalen Ramsey is covering on the field in the LA-Seattle game. Because historically, Jalen Ramsey has just followed the best wide receiver around. It's hard to know who the best wide receiver in Seattle is. But last week, Jalen Ramsey followed Christian Kirk around the field against Arizona. Um, clearly didn't work super well for the Rams defense as it got lit up by Kyler Murray, but uh, he's been doing some different things. So is Jalen Ramsey on Tyler Lockett? Is Tyler Lockett the open man? You know, what's happening there? And that's, that's, uh, that's a... How is Tyler Lockett in terms of his health, too? He had that, like a fairly nasty um, injury like a couple weeks ago, and I thought he'd be out for a while, then he kind of came back. And I mean, I guess he's on the injury report, but... Yeah, fully practiced. Interesting. I would say if I had to make a prediction, I would expect Rams to line up on Metcalf. I feel like that is more like who he profiles for. Um, more of like a physical type matchup. I, I think Lockett is more of the, uh, he lines up more in the slot too, I think, and is mm-hmm. just more of like a quicker guy. I don't think Ramsey is, is quite like that. So I would expect him to probably line up on Metcalf most of the time. I'm just laughing at Kirk Cousins' nickname is you like that in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that's about. I'm not sure I want to. Oh, you don't remember that? That was uh when Kirk Cousins was in Washington. He yeah. won a game, like their first game in like fourteen weeks, and he was like walking past the press corps on his way to the locker room and just yelled that at the press corps. <laughs> in fact oh. we should bring it up. That should be our closing. You gotta see. I mean, it's a, it's a classic because it's kind of a question, but also kind of a statement. Like, he doesn't know. Like, he's so excited that he doesn't really know what to say. Yeah. So he just says, you like that? Oh, it's, yeah. Okay. We'll we'll cue that up. I got a, I got a tab open. We'll come back to that. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. All right. Uh, anyway, back to the game. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, wow, that Marvin Jones, just gigantic hole in a lineup. Like, it feels really bad. I think this is going to be Calvin Ridley's big week. Gets to play the Jets. He hasn't gone off yet. Um, mm. It's like an actually winnable game. So if they know what they're doing, they're going to throw him the football. So if there's one week, I'd be all in on him. And if I'm, if you're in on him for the rest of the season, to me, this makes a lot of sense to be the day that it happens. So I can see that. Kirk Cousins gets to play Detroit, and they're also not terrific. So we'll see. Is that a, is that a Brandon pick? Yeah, I'd say Brandon. All right, Eric. What do you think? I'm trying hard to find a way to pick James, but I can't find it Ugh. right now. Brandon has too many good matchups. Like every one of his players is either green on the app 
or it's the Jets, which I don't buy that the Jets are a great, uh, great pass defense. Uh, what's up with Aaron Jones? Is he? He's um, good. Yeah. I got their headline is he's still on the injury report, but oh, they got him. AJ Dillon time. Who's got him? Tony, are you also going, Brandon? No. 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 Uh, because fantasy football is weird and wonderful. I feel like James is due. I feel like Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Gibson might have big weeks. And I just, I'm feeling much to, well, I guess Robert Woods and Cooper Cup can both have big weeks together. But I got a, I just got an itch that Robert Woods is finally going to, kind of finally going to get his. He looked pretty mad when he caught that garbage time touchdown, eh? If anyone saw. But um, I don't know. Can he pick someone else other than Marvin Jones? No, he just does not have anyone else. Well, he, I think he should. He'll put LaVisca Chenault in that spot. I would prefer that, James, yeah. if you're listening. But um, I don't know. I'm just going to pick James. I feel like something whack is going to happen. 0-5, oh, poor guy. I can't, I can't root for that. Speaking of 0-5, we got Kyle and Jay up next. Kyle currently with a 10% chance to win, according to Sleeper. <laughs> I feel like even after some uh, deep cuts on the uh, waiver wire here, Derrick Henry has to have the game of his life against Jacksonville for anything to happen here. And he might. He very well might. Fuck it, I'm picking Kyle. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's playing. I think he's playing. Kyle's team is actually fine. Yeah, like he has. I know. He? I don't know. Those running backs are like pretty solid to me. And I, what, what's going on in Pittsburgh? I only saw like some clips of Ben still the just getting sacked and getting thrown shitty throw or picks. Yeah, that's what's going on in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he nailed it. He can't move, like, at all. Yeah, and it's, like, nearly impossible to play in the NFL, like, now. And, like, it's, like, it's like the last game that Philip Rivers ever played. Like, I would love to see those two, like, in a foot race now, like, today. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty stark contrast to all these young quarterbacks coming in, running, you know, for multiple first downs. Well, they're so boring to watch. Like, all they do is, like, try and run three-yard drag routes to... Deontay Johnson or that Pat Fireman kid, and like that's it. They don't have anyone else the moves. anymore. Um, Darnold currently but, leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns, eh? Darnold? Yeah. yeah. Five five rushing touchdowns. Okay, some a, a slight detraction. Speaking of narratives, I never brought into the Adam Gase players going on and being successful. I thought that was just like a, a weird coincidence because in my mind, I was like, there's just no way because the guy's like, he's not a great coach, but like he's in the NFL. He knows kind of what he's doing. Like these are players and like good players overcome. But I'm totally bought in now after seeing Dan Darnold. Adam Gase is terrible. Every, <laughs> it's like every player that goes, that switches teams becomes amazing. So I think, I think, it, I think there actually is some juice to that argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the offense killer. <laughs> he is a killer. It's not exciting, but I'm going to take Jay. Um, I'm real high on Brady. He's got Dalvin Cook. I just think, uh, sorry, Kyle. Poor Kyle. Yeah. Uh, Eric. I, uh, I like the uh, minus 900. I'm getting on Bodog, so I'm going Kyle on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin. I'm going to take Kyle as well. Wow. Everyone's getting <laughs> spicy. All I have to do is talk a little shit about you guys not picking the right teams, and now we're going for the uh, the risky picks here. Lucky. Well, maybe if Justin up. showed up on the pod, yeah. I would pick him. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another 10% uh, chance here with Shark going up against Kenny. Ooh. Um, Kenny, 2-2, two and two, but maybe doesn't deserve it. Or no, other way around. Maybe uh, run into some bad luck. His team looks good. Mm-hmm. He had some a rough week one and week two. I think two and two is fair for his team, to be honest. 
he had three running backs that didn't have a good game until week three, and then they've both had two really good games, mm-hmm. three and four. Or mm-hmm. they've all three had really good games, three, three and four. So uh, the question really is, like, his wide receivers popped in the first two weeks, and will they continue to be good? And if they are, he has a very, very good team. How, yeah. how does Char win this week? How is Char? Like he always does. He wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, come on. <laughs> he puts up a solid 88, and Kenny puts up 87. It, I, seriously, though, like, come on. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to ask to, you know, move the discussion along, build the narrative. Stephon Diggs could go off. Lamar Jackson could go off, like. Like, again, Diggs hasn't had, like, huge numbers this year yet, I don't think. And I just think that game is there's just going to be so many points scored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking Kenny. It's not fun, or it's not exciting, but I don't know. Um, Char's so team just looks rough. Yeah, I mean, Trey Sermon is terrible. Um, I, I just had it. I It's, like, four games into his rookie season, I've had absolutely enough of Trey Sermon on the field. Like try breaking a tackle, like break a tackle, please, for the love of God. Miles Gaston, terrible. I mean, you just got some bad. I mean, come on, it's not good. I mean, poor guy lost David Montgomery, but also poor job by him by not having uh, David Williams on his roster. So, this is a great actually. The David Montgomery thing is a great example of our league being too deep compared to like every other league in the world because you hear. Every podcast talking about how everybody's got to pick up Damian Williams this week. He's the biggest target. And in our league, he's already picked up. And Khalil Herbert goes for $16 in fab. <laughs> Actually, just a correction. Damian Williams was drafted by yours truly. Oh, okay. The SSFL draft and held on to because that is the state of our league. <laughs> I feel like that just makes the point even better. <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is 14 teams. It's part of the part of the fun. Tony, is that a, is that a Kenny pick? Yeah, it's 100 percent Kenny pick. Eric, can yeah, I find your I, contrarian take here? No, I'm not. I Evan. was at first. I was looking at the matchups, and then Anthony pointed out the running backs, and then I backed off of it. <laughs> I do agree with Kevin though that Stefan Diggs could uh, could blow up, and obviously Lamar Jackson is blowing up as well. I'm taking Sherry Art because both of those two things are going to happen. Okay. I, I think you're right that, you know, Shar's path to victory, victory is to have a couple players pop off and have Kenny's team kind of just take a... So, Adam Thielen's you know, got four touchdowns already. That'd be pretty upset Mahomes, if he again, Ronnie. Mahomes <laughs> going to be throwing the ball everywhere. He's got Kelsey. He's got uh, Hill. You know, they're just not going to need to run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Last can't, match can't of the, run the night. Bills. Kevin over Tyler. Coming in a solid 60% favorite here. Carter L. Sorry, I don't know where to be seen on any roster. I don't know who Kevin is. All I see is ABA. ABA? What is that? You know what, guys? This has been pretty therapeutic for me, so I actually feel pretty good about this matchup coming in. Still <laughs> still going to be a big Monte game coming up. Hasn't quite happened yet, but no, it'll be a huge one. Um, Damian Harris couldn't start him last week because he was playing Tampa Bay. Ended up being a pretty good decision. Um, but I think he's playing Houston, so I think that's good. Uh, I hope CMC doesn't come back. Um, I don't want to talk about the wide receivers because I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do with them yet. I've got Alan Robinson on the bench. <laughs> do that. <laughs> I think you have to. I know. Though, right? Yeah. I actually think that's an appropriate bench. I think that's fine. Yeah. And then. I mean, Corey Davis, like, I don't think much of Atlanta. And Wilson looks like a, like a young Jake Cutler. Gary's going to flip the ball, so he's going to catch something. Uh, I don't know. Yep. And then, yep. Eric, um, any question, any possibility you might um, have a trade in the works to trade Cordero Patterson to Tyler this week? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I didn't before this, but you've really put the germ of an idea uh, in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want that to happen so bad. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what are you worried about, Kevin? What on uh, Tyler's roster makes you nervous? Um, I mean, Kamara's pretty good at football. Um, and CeeDee Lamb are probably the only two that really make me nervous there, to be honest. Um, um, if Chris Carson's ruled out, please put out Collins in your lineup. Like, regardless of whether or not you think it's a good call, just as the, like, fuck you play. 
Probably. Because it is a big chested play to do that for sure. Have to see. All right, I'm gonna take Kevin. I believe. I think after the uh, moral, the the hit to the morale last week, they need a. They're gonna come out fresh. You know, they've had a week to think about it. They've probably gone to their little therapy sessions. Uh, I believe. Didn't love the tone on the therapy sessions comment because it absolutely happened. Um, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure they've got sports psychologists, you know, all over the team. Kevin, Today's episode going? sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to take myself. Because <laughs> if the world doesn't believe in you, you have to, right? Exactly. Eric? Uh, I'm going to take Kevin too. Tyler burned me last week. Can't get burned again. Tony, any... Uh, I will also take here? Kevin. No, I think Kevin has a, a better, better lineup, so... Yeah. Okay. ABA, baby. ABA. We got some spicy picks in the start and a uh, little, little less spicy near the end. Should we uh, close this out with some uh, Kirk Cousins? Yes, please do. Eric hit me with some Kirk Cousins. Pause our jazz, Hold maybe. On. I didn't know the jazz was going to go the whole time, I'll be honest. <laughs> I I didn't either. <laughs> Not that I'm really complaining. Oh, me neither. I kind of liked it. I did too.